Hey everybody, welcome back to Small Talk Japan. On this show, we talk about all things Japan in English. My name is Mitch. This is my co-host. Natsuki. And we got a great show for you today. We're going to talk about how we have a fast pass, you know, like in Disneyland. We have a fast pass to get through immigration into Japan. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that. We're going to talk about a, new, a Marvel movie that I watched recently because I watched it and we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about a futon that inflates and has two fans in it to keep you cool during the summer. Mm-hmm. And we're also going to talk about a donut cheeseburger. Roll that intro. Natsuki, have you ever seen the movie? I think it's called Shang-Chi. The Mar- new Marvel movie? New Marvel movie. Have you seen it? No, but I watched the, uh, I saw the picture of it. You saw the picture? Yeah. So like, I like Marvel movies. I mean, some of them are crap, but some of them are really, really good. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know, I've been putting off watching this movie because I was like, you know, we should watch it like me and the friends, me and the guys, we mm. all watch it together because we didn't get a chance to see it in the theaters because of the, uh, you know. Is it on the theater also? I don't know if it was, I don't know what was going on at that because it was released like during the, you know, Mambo, like oh, okay. lockdowns and everything. Oh. But anyway, I was like, I watched it the other day for the first time and like, in Marvel, in the in the movie universe, there's no like Asian character really. There's like Doctor Strange's buddy. I don't. I never remember his name. Do you know his name? I think it's Wong. Wong or something. Whatever. I mean, he's cool, but he's not the main character of the movie. Mm. And so, like of all the Marvel movies, there's no like Asian main dude character. Mm. So it's the new thing. It's like the. It's like one of the movies from Phase Four, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it came out, and so I watched it, and I was like, at the beginning, I was kind of skeptical. I was like, oh, this is going to be like one of those. It was kind of like the feeling that I had when I watched Black Panther. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is going to be like one of those, you know, like they're going to. It's going to be too. How do you say it in English? Like wasato sugiru. It's going to be mm-hmm. like, uh, like for the purpose of you know equality and stuff like that. So it's going to be just just that. It's going to be mm-hmm. a shit movie. Mm-hmm. But Black Panther turned out to be a really good movie, mm-hmm. which was really which is you know pleasantly surprising and Shang-Chi turned out to be actually a really fun movie it happened because of BTS not because because (laughs) BTS in the White House (laughs) you guys at home don't know what happened with BTS basically like uh, they they had like a conference in the White House Uh, I I didn't watch it did you watch it what did they say I don't know I just watched a little bit on the news they were like stop asian hate or yeah, something uh-huh. that's why i said you know the the new chinese marvel thing is like you know stop hating asian things also which which you know if you guys have been following the news or social media there's been a lot of like especially after the pandemic and you know and everything there's been a lot of like you know race motivated you know crimes and stuff like that especially in the west which is horrible and we should never do anything like that stop that if you're thinking about it but this movie came out right shang chi and i think it's called the legend of the, the ten rings or something like that and I watched it, and at the beginning, I was just like, this is going to suck. <laughs> but it's okay, I'm going to watch it. Mm-hmm. I started watching it, and like, I don't know, I think it was like maybe 10 minutes in. I was like, this is really, it's like, don't disappoint me, because I started to like it a lot. And I was like, you know, sometimes you watch a movie, and it's like, it starts off really strong, and then it starts getting really shittier after that, mm-hmm. and you're just like, ah, oh, and at the end, you hate it. That movie was consistently pretty fucking good the entire time. Mm, is it a comedy kung fu movie? So... You know, so so most Marvel movies they have like their style, like of fighting. It's mostly like you know, like a superstar, super like, superhero. My, my image of you know Marvel is like Superman or yeah, yeah. things like that. Superman's DC, but whatever. <laughs> like you know, punching, kicking, that kind of stuff. But it's like it's kind of the fighting style isn't isn't like a martial art okay. for the most part. Yeah. So Shang Chi turns turns that on its head and becomes like a Marvel kung fu movie. Huh. It's a name of the hero. The, the hero's name, yeah, Shang-Chi. Okay. He goes, and, and so, 
So not only is it a is, is it a really fucking cool like visual kung fu movie, hmm. like a Jackie Chan movie or like uh, if you've ever seen the the, the Korean movie uh, um, Old Boy. Okay. Which there's actually a scene. I won't spoil it, but there's actually a scene in uh, in the in the Marvel movie where they've taken great inspiration from Old Boy. Um, <clears throat> and the the bus scene. Oh my god, that was one of the best scenes in Marvel cinematic history. But not only was it that, but it's also they were they were. The, the movie really dives deep into the Asian American experience mm. because so I'm technically Asian American, okay. you know, quarter Japanese, mom is Japanese, grandma's Japanese and, you know, raised in America. And so like you have like this kind of mixed identity for me, it was kind of like I never was accepted as like a Japanese person. So it just was fine. But like you get a lot of like Japanese kids, Nikkei Jin, or you get like a lot of Chinese kids born in America with their Chinese or Japanese parents. And then they don't have it. It's they're kind of Chinese or Japanese or Korean or whatever, but they're not. Do you know what I mean? They're kind of like who am I saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And like some of the kids speak the the mother language where their parents came from. Some of them don't. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that whole thing. Mm-hmm. And they really did a great job touching on you know all of that stuff. And Aquafina, um, a rapper, she's a, a, a I think she's Chinese rapper. Uh, from New York. I think she's from New York. Don't, if I get any of this information wrong, I'm sorry. But she's one of the, uh, she's a sidekick character and she's hilarious. She's mm. so fucking funny. Mm. And like, it was, I don't know, it's just like really, really cool. And then also, oh, I forgot her name. Josh, can you look her up? The, the lady from uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. She's also in Star Trek Discovery. Uh, I can't remember her name, but she's also in the movie. She does, she always does a great job. Um, but it just was an all-star cast, um, really great acrobatics, really great fighting scenes. And it just like, it was really enjoyable. Hmm. I mean, in the end, it kind of turned into a Marvel movie, you know, with magic and whatever and CG, everything, but it was really cool to watch. Who is, is he fight for? The Who is the enemy? Uh, there she is. Michelle Young. Michelle Young. Yeah. She's, uh, she's like the, the mother-y character in, uh, Crouching the Tiger, Hidden, ca- uh, Dragon. She's also the, ca- the original captain of the, the Starship Discovery and Discovery. Okay. Anyway. What's the name of Asian actress who is in the Chinese, uh, Charlie's Angel? Lucy Liu? Lucy Liu. She's okay. not, I think, again, that's another example. I'm not sure where she's born, but I think she, she's also one of those like Asian Americans. Right. Where she's more, I mean, I actually don't know a lot about her, but I think she's more American than she is, you know, like from, you know, you know how like Jackie Chan, like a lot of his lines, he like practices. Go for it. Go for it. Put it on the, where's she from? Uh, she was born in New York City. New York City, okay. Mm. So she's an Asian American, right? Mm. But you got Jackie Chan, who was like, he's born, I think, in Hong Kong or whatever, and like he grew up and like so he's he's speaking Chinese his whole life, and then when he becomes an American movie star because he got big all over the world, right? You know, he's having to learn English mm-hmm. after the fact, mm. and so a lot of the actors and actresses in uh, Shang, uh, uh, what is it called, Shang Chi, it's like you've got a just a mixture of a lot of languages oh, and interesting. Half, half the movies in chinese too mm. anyway it was just really cool and okay. like i just enjoyed seeing the because a lot of like you know marvel stuff is like i don't know it's a lot of western culture but i was just enjoying like seeing one movie that was primarily based in asia mm. it's just really cool so if you guys haven't watched that movie yet it was it was kind of cool i think if your background is in Japan or uh, Japanese or Chinese or Korean, whatever, I think anybody can watch that movie and enjoy it. Okay. It's pretty cool. It's on Disney Plus. It's on Disney Plus. Oh, okay. And uh, the CG in some of the places, in some of those spots were, I think, not Marvel level. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think because they made it during the pandemic, so they had a lot of trouble with the production. Mm-hmm. Uh, but even with that, it still turned out to be a really, really good movie. I really recommend it if you haven't seen it, guys. Okay.
Anyway, so you're supposed to comment on my T-shirt. A uh, holster. Oh, you look young today. That's what I talked about before the show. You look like a high school student today. Thank you, because I bought this high this T-shirt when I was in high school. Oh, really? <laughs> this T-shirt is 20 years old. Oh my god! And you look skinnier today. Well, I'm always. What happened? I lost weight. What I, did you do? I got, I got, I, well, actually, what I did is I've been working out a lot, stopped drinking for most nights in the week, huh. and then got on a serious chicken and broccoli diet. Nice. So, oh, Mike, you prefer the processor. Professor. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. I like, I like, uh, it's, it's actually, speaking Creepy. of Marvel, it's actually the Marvel superhero diet. Like all of the, like, uh, for example, Thor, oh. or like, you know, all the guys that get like fit for the, the Marvel movies, they just eat nothing but chicken and broccoli. Right. That's all they eat. Uh, so, and eggs, right. Yeah, and eggs. And so um, basically that's what I've mm. been eating for. But, you know, just because I wanted to get in, you know, tone for summer. Because okay. summer's coming. What's the name of the machine that I talked about? Food, food processor. Food processor. It's the same in Japanese, dude. Food, <laughs> food processor. It's the same <laughs> word. Food processor. <laughs> Not <the> professor. <laughs> anyway, um, well, there's a reason why I decided to wear this t-shirt today. So I, I bought this t-shirt when I was in high school 20 years ago. Hmm. Uh, and I wanted to make a how, point. How could you keep that t-shirt in your closet? It just keeps, you know, stays in the stuff of clothes and it just so never you, gets thrown so, so the t-shirt is come from Las Vegas with you? Yeah. To, from like a long time ago. It actually, yeah, it actually came from Las Vegas with me to here and mm -hmm. went back to Las Vegas and then came back here again. <laughs> okay. It's an old t-shirt. It just said it's an old t-shirt. Yeah. All right, so the reason why we're, I'm wearing this T-shirt, this 20-year-old T-shirt, is because there's this video going around on TikTok and on YouTube and on Reddit and everything. And it's this Korean, I think he's a TikToker, he might be a YouTuber. And uh, he interviews these two, he's in Shibuya, and he inter interviews these two girls. And he's like, how old are you? And the two girls are 11 years old. Mm -hmm. But they're not dressed like normal 11 years old. They're, they're dressed up like like adult, mm. kind of. They're wearing high heels. And like in most of the videos, they're, they're, their faces are blurred. And he asked them like, you know, do you guys, are you going back home today? Like, what what are you guys doing? So they're like, oh, no, I hate my my mom. The other one says, you know, like, my father beats me. And so we don't go home. He's like, well, where do you guys live? And the the, the two young girls say, oh, we, we live in a hotel. And then, like, the guy's like, how do you afford this? Like, where does your, your money come from? And so today I want to talk about a little bit about a concept that I think is very unique uh, that I think that is kind of difficult for a lot of people to understand. The idea of a papakatsu. Hmm. So, Natsuki, can you tell us, what is Papa Katsu? Papa is daddy. Daddy. Katsu is seikatsu no katsu. Yeah, but katsu do activity. Mm. Uh, so, let me explain them about Papa Katsu. Yeah, so explain, what is Papa Katsu? Okay, Papa Katsu is like old guy or even young guy affords those kids or uh, even young ladies for like money or food. Basically money. Basically, it's a sugar daddy. Yeah, it's a sugar daddy. And then sometimes, you know, physical activity happen between them. Yeah. Sometimes not. But those girls, <laughs> those girls can get money from the daddies, you know. So generally speaking, mm -hmm. papakatsu does not necessarily mean that they're giving money to underage girls. Mm -hmm. Usually it's like young right, adults. Right, right. Uh, but in this case, sometimes you see this in, especially Tokyo and stuff like that, you see like, we would call it grooming in the West is or it, something like that. Is it? Um, and so, yeah, it's like, so, you know, you, I've seen lots of comments about this on, on TikTok and on Reddit and they're like, I oh my God. I feel sorry for those girls. Yeah, for How sure. So? For mm. sure. That's that's something to, to feel sorry about. But what I want to comment specifically is that 
on the TikTok video that I saw and on the Reddit post that I saw, like most of the comments were like, oh my God, Japan's so fucked up. Screw, fuck you, Japan kind of thing. And I want to confirm with you because I, I personally don't think that a pop, like this Papakatsu phenomenon is very, I think it's very rare. Mm -hmm. And so it's not something that we you see all the time. And I think that this Korean uh, interviewer, you know, personality just kind of got lucky. Mm. But what's your feeling about this? Do you do you think that a lot of you see a lot of this regularly, or is this kind of a rare thing? I believe it's a rare thing, especially those girls are like young, very young, eleven, eleven, yeah. right? But it happens probably somewhere. Yeah, it is happening right there, but it happens sometimes. It, it, especially like we were in there about the situation with Corona yeah. and then, you know, kids have no money. Yeah, desperate. And they have, yeah. yeah. And I, I could see it more with like a 16 and up, you know, 17, 18, like, you know, rebellious years, you know, Hankoki when they're like, Right, high school or maybe young adults mm -hmm. that probably happens a lot. 11 I, that's a very rare that's rare I mean that's illegal one yeah and then <laughs> I wonder what their parents are doing oh that's why they are doing that kind of things yeah yeah parents yeah. mommy and daddy are bad mm. but you know and sometimes you see this in in Japanese media like you see like daremo shiranai yeah the movie nobody yeah. knows mm -hmm. uh, there's the other one maza yeah like and I saw the news yesterday and it said junior high school students were working for fuzoku. How do you say that? Prostitution. Prostitution. And then the, the owner of the, the prostitution knew about Wait, their... Wait, there's two kinds of fuzoku. There's like the prostitution kind and there's like the like kabakura kind. Prostitution. Prostitution. Yeah. And then the owner of the... I can say that. Pro prostitution. Prostitution. Knew about their, you know, junior high school students. Other age? Yeah, uh, but they... That he let them, you know, work there. Yeah. And then he got arrested. There was a story... I, I don't remember if it was Tokyo or Osaka, but there was a kabakura, which is... It's basically like a bar you go to and there's la ladies there. Ladies, young ladies. And uh -huh. then they just drink with you. There's no... Usually. Unlike girls bar? Like a girls bar. There's uh -huh. usually no nudity or sex or anything like that. They're just like there to drink and talk with you um which is a concept i think most people in the west do not understand why hmm. like what's the p appeal but anyway hmm. and there's i think it was osaka or maybe it was tokyo but like an owner purposefully hired underage girls hmm. and he got arrested is so. it happened in their is, uh, in other countries yeah um i want to say no but uh <laughs> Um, like let's say America are there those things happening in Las Vegas so 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 the unique thing about Japan is that prostitution on some levels is legal mm. full on prostitution is illegal mm. but due to some loopholes in the law they they have legal some legal services that you can get here I don't know really the details but there's some legal services that you can have here it's like just just here's the law they, they're like prostitution's Ripple. illegal but they're mm -hmm. like oh but it's not it's just kind of you mm -hmm. know gray so, zone gray zone and in those situations usually speaking uh because the owners have to pay the girl there's there's paperwork and things like that like most of the time in japan like those girls are usually of legal age mm. um in america most of the country prostitution is illegal mm. There's a couple of counties, Gun, in um, Nevada, where prostitution is okay. Okay. Uh, and that's not where Las Vegas is, actually. Las mm. Vegas is in Clark County. That's actually, you cannot, 
it's illegal in Clark County. Also, if you get like, you know, drunk and you can call somebody, you cannot call. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the law here, okay? okay? So anywhere in Las Vegas, prostitution is illegal. But mm-hmm. if you go outside of the city, we have the chicken ranch, you have the Mustang ranch, and it's just like you see in the movies. The guy walks in and they just like line the girls up and you pick one. Hmm. And then it's like a menu and you order all the things that you want to do. You pay and then you do it. Now, those places, they have a lot of rules. Mm-hmm. So like the girls get checked regularly for, you know, Sabio, like uh, SDIs and things like that. And so, and those people, they, they're, you know, they all follow the law. So mm. those places, I mean, if you're going to, I wouldn't recommend doing it, <laughs> but if you're going to do something like that, I, it's probably safer to do that. Mm. The reality is in most places like Las Vegas, New York City, Los Angeles, they have these people called escorts. Mm. Escorts. Escorts, which are basically prostitutes. Oh, okay. And loophole. It's not a loophole. No, that's just illegal. It's just straight illegal. Oh, okay. But there's like different levels of it. There's like the low level stuff that like, you know, everyday guys use. And if they just kind of like, it's a risk. Mm. Like if they get caught, they get caught. Then there's like the celebrity level stuff. There was actually a, a book that was written by a mama that had a, like a escort service and like a bunch of famous people had used it. Mm. And all their names are in the book. So, I mean, like, it just depends on what level you are. Eyes wide shut. <laughs> kind of like that. <laughs> Um, so it does happen now on the whole, I want to say that like underage prostitution is probably rare, Mm. probably. And then also the police in America are very strict on prostitution. Mm. So if they, if they see it or find it, they usually arrest people that are involved. So it's like, it's, it's there, but it's mostly like underground. Like you can't see it. Mm. So, yeah, it's, it's, and then also probably the, if the girls are underage, they're probably lying and saying that they're older kind of thing. So that's, what's so shocking about that video that's going around on the internet is that not only are the girls obviously children, yeah. but they're also, they say that they're 11 years old. But in fact, there are so, not so many, there are some hentai, hentai, how do you say hentai in English? It, it depends on the rest of your sentence. Uh, okay. Who wants to, you know, date with those, you know, uh, young per, teenagers? Per, perverts, yeah. Perverts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In and that the, case, they call pedophiles. Uh, and then they got arrested yeah. uh, if they find out. Like yesterday, you know, junior high school, no, no, elementary school teacher got arrested because he dated with those, you know, students. Elementary school students? Mm-hmm. Stuff like that is like... Yeah, I don't uh, get it. Uh, like, that's just gross. <laughs> like, yeah, but 11 years old is elementary school student, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, no, no, no. That's why that blew up on the internet. It's uh, like, everybody's like, what the... But what I wanted to say was, it's not that that's good. That's obviously really bad. And I hope mm-hmm. the police find those girls. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what but, I'm trying to say is like, you know, you sometimes we see things that come out of Japan, like very shocking and crazy things. Mm-hmm. And like, yes, they're shocking and crazy because those are so weird, even mm-hmm. in Japan that they become big news all over the world. Mm. But don't think that that's a normal thing. It's no. not a normal thing. No, no, no. I've never personally seen anything like yeah, that. Yeah, it's a sad story. Yeah, mm. so that's a, I just wanted to open this, this show with that. So one thing that you guys at home, like when you hear news about Japan, we say, oh, crazy Japan kind of thing. Mm. A lot of times it's just bullshit. Like the panty vending machines, I think there's one in the whole country. Mm. Like one, maybe. Maybe they have more now because that one got really, really famous. But it's not a normal thing. I've never seen one actually. Maybe in Akihabara, my yeah, yeah. image. <laughs> like one or two, and that's it. It's not... I don't know, yeah. It's not a standard thing. So, like, you guys at home, if you've seen any weird news out of this country that you're like, oh, that's crazy, and you want confirmation if it's real or not, ask us in the comments. 
Because, like, I'd be happy to answer anything that you guys have mm-hmm. as a question. All right, let's move on to more, to less serious, uh, but more a little bit more uh, uh, fun. Happy is story. Happy story. So we have, uh, I don't know. So today I didn't organize my stories. I just kind of, like, put them in a pile. So we're going to have to wait until I find it. Uh, so, so basically, um, there's one story is that more regional Japan airports to accept entrance from abroad. So until now, it was basically like, I think, Kansai and Narita only. But I think now they're going to do, and Haneda. So now they're going to do Haneda, Narita, Kansai, Chubu, which is in Nagoya, which don't go, their place sucks. <laughs> and Fukuoka, uh, which is in Kyushu. So uh, they're opening more and more airports to international travel, which Yay. is good. Mm. Which is good, right? Not Kagoshima yet. Not Kagoshima yet. I want them to hurry up and get Kagoshima. Yeah, we have an international airport. It goes to three countries. <laughs> I mean, can we call that international? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I mean, like they have this thing, guys, where like they they name they they name things things that aren't right. For example, they'll take like three tiny little towns in the in the in the countryside, mm-hmm. and they'll amalgamate them. Mm-hmm. They'll amalgamate them into one town, even though they're far away from each other, and they're just little rural towns, and they will call it a city. <laughs> they're like this is now Minami Kyushu city mm-hmm. you're like it's not a city there's like 18 people who live here first time I went to the United States I used I flew to Kankok a Korean to LAX yeah. and then I flew to the airport named Ontario It's which is a very small airport okay. at the Ontario County Okay, that's it I talked about my <laughs> Your memory, <laughs> my memory. So I love the one thing that's good about uh, Kagoshima is going from Kagoshima to to uh, Incheon in Korea. Mm-hmm. Incheon is like the best airport in Asia. Hub, I hub, love it. Hub it's a hub airport. It's mm-hmm. so good. I love that airport. Mm-hmm. And they also have a Taco Bell, which is nice. Oh yeah. Uh, so next one is Narita arrivals have a smoother ride under ease COVID nineteen rules. So the international uh, uh, arrival wing at Narita Airport in Chiba Prefecture is showing signs of pre pandemic normalcy on June first. After the government doubled the maximum daily n- number of entrants from 20,000. On top of that, if you're from a blue country, which that means that you have low corona cases in your country, you're basically just like normally oh, sent right through into immigration and you just don't have any mm-hmm. bullshit that you have to deal with. Mm. They're still unfortunately doing like you have to install an app and do all this other stuff. But, you know, you can do that before you get on the plane. Mm. So you just once you land, just like go right through. It's great. Good job. Finally. A little late, but finally. Finally, you know, I'm actually, the reason why we're both wearing masks today is I'm actually going to be traveling internationally. Don't say where I'm going uh, uh, in, in a week from now. So I, I, I need to make sure that I don't test positive because you require a, a PCR test on both ways in and out, which sucks. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's go on. Let's move on to, uh, so Natsuki, if you were in Tokyo okay, and you wanted to get a haircut, mm. Would you get a haircut from a foreign beautician? Sure, if his or she is good. <laughs> I recently had a friend who went into America and he was like, Mitch, are the are the barbers and the beauticians in America, are they good? I'm like, it depends on where you go. Yeah. It's the same as Japan. Well, Vidal Sasson is from New York, is it? I have no idea. Of France? Maybe no Paris? I can I can get it. Just name all the cities, you'll get it there. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so now my point is, you know, the it's a famous Japanese, I mean, famous beauty brand. And so I believe, of course, there are many, you know, good beauty, I mean, uh, barber 
Artisan. How do you say that? Beauty salon. Barber is generally for men. Okay. And then a beautician is for anybody. Beautician. So, or stylist, hairstylist. Yeah, my point is, where is a good country for, you know, those, you know, artistic things? So, France, Paris? So, mm -hmm. here's, here's my answer to that. It really, and there's actually a lot of documentaries about this as well. Hair is incredibly um, cultural and, like, specific to your race. Okay. Um, for example, I think Chris Rock made a documentary about uh, African-American people's hair. Okay. And how, like, if you are black in America, you can't go to, like, a normal white person, like, hairstylist. Because mm. they don't know what to do with your hair. Yeah, I can guess that. That was, like, the, the, the thesis behind this, this documentary that I think Chris Rock made. Mm -hmm. And I had never thought about that in my entire life until I saw that. that. Yeah, maybe, like, Japanese artisan, I mean, hair... Why do you keep saying artisan? Yeah. Nanosuke. <laughs> <laughs> Beautician. Beautician. Beauty plus technician. Beautician. Yeah. Don't know about how to do it, like you, like bra braids, Bra like dreadlocks and braiding and right, stuff like right. that. Mm. But I'm not even talking about like black people hair. I'm talking mm. about like even though like Asian, Asian hair. hair and like for example like my hair, which is like mixed white and Asian. Right, it's really close. Right, you're you're a beautician. Beautician? Yeah, my beautician. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't you? Somebody write this down for her. Put it on my chest and she's read it. <laughs> <laughs> don't know. See, 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 it's hard to dye your hair, right? It's like if you do it with like bright color, it goes too bright. Or... Okay, so okay. so like I was saying, like even though my hair is really close, it's closer. It's like it's like here's white people hair, mm -hmm. and here's Japanese people hair. Mine's like in the middle. Okay. So when I was in America, I'd go to like white people beauticians, and they'd be like, "Your hair is a little different." Oh, really? Because it's a little bit thicker, and I have a lot of hair. Okay. Compared to like, have you ever felt like real white people hair before? It's like fluffy. It's fluffy and it's very, very thin. Maybe like maybe Josh has real white people hair. You happy? Every time I go to uh, the hair salon, they always feel my hair and they're like, "It feels like I'm touching a cat." <laughs> <laughs> like, it's very thin and it's very soft. Oh, okay. After we stop the show, I'm gonna touch you. <laughs> <laughs> the reason why I have this hairstyle is because my hair only goes straight up. Like it just spikes. That's all it does. Maybe it, you can do super saiyajin hair. Yeah, I should. I have the T-shirt for oh, okay. it. Okay. <laughs> uh, but like, uh, so so it was difficult. Like you know. I actually had the reverse phenomenon happen when I was talking when I was styling one of my white friends' hair in America. Mm -hmm. I was like, all you have to do is put a little bit of like gel in and just do this, and then like the hair went up and it just went like this and it fell down. Okay. And I was like, why does your hair do that? The, those hair stay for a long time. I mean, they don't get bald, like too thin hair. I have no idea. Uh -huh. Depends on the person, but I'm just okay. saying that depending on where your ethnicity is, mm -hmm. your hair is very different. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. So even though I'm mixed Japanese and white, like I go to a beautician in Japan and they're just like, your hair is not Japanese, but it's, 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 it's not white, but it's not Japanese. Mm -hmm. So it's like always like you were talking about my hairstylist when she, when she bleaches my hair, she like the very first time she did it, she put the hair bleach in there. And about 10 minutes later, I'm like, you can wash it out now. She's like, what are you talking about? Mm -mm. I was like, no, 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 we're good. She's like, no, 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 it takes, it takes 45 minutes. I'm like, I'm not Japanese. My hair is not black mm. and it does not take 45 minutes. It takes 10 minutes. Mm. And she was like, I don't know. And she waited 15 minutes, watched it. I was fucking white. Oh, uh, that was, was for like, her first time to dye. dye my hair. <laughs> okay. And then after that, she's like, okay, so it's different. Mm. So it is, it's very, very different. Mm -mm -mm. And this, again, like very similar to Japanese people. I am. So if you can imagine like, you know, somebody like, Maybe from uh, Indian people hair, for example, like mm. uh, from India, it's very, very thick. It's, I guess it's actually probably closer to Japanese people hair. Yeah, 
But they have black hair too. Yeah. So anyway, mm-hmm. it just depends on where you're from. Mm. You go to the Nordic countries, you know, lots of blonde people. Right. You know, it just it depends on where you are. Mm. Anyway, so uh, this is from Tokyo Governor Koike, which I love her by the way. Mm. She's like, there's a English. It's called B I C. I don't know if this is sexist, but we I, this is a thing when I was in a, when I was a kid. B I C it means bitch in charge. Mm-hmm. It's like you're strong woman. You know what you want mm-hmm. and you get it. Mm-hmm. That's her. I love her. She's so great. Maybe that's true. And she's like, but she's really kind, but she's also very strong. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, it says the Tokyo Metropolitan Metropolitan Government on Friday uh, said it would allow foreigners to work as beauticians from October using a national regulation scheme marking the first time in the country's beauty industry has been open uh, to foreign people. Right. Foreign citizens on student visas who are de- who have demonstrated skills to be beauticians, so basically beautician students or 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 people who are already licensed and stylists uh, at be- beauty schools in Japan will be allowed to work in the field for up to 5 years to gain experience. Mm. That's cool. Yeah, I wanted to t- I mean <laughs> Maybe I wanted to try, try, try. Get your haircut by someone from a different country. I'm losing my confidence. I'm losing my confidence, she mm. says. Yeah, but like, I don't know. I think, I I, I don't care where you're from. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you look like. Mm. If you can if you can do a good job cutting my hair, cool. That's it. Right, that's true. That's all I care about. Mm. Josh, have you ever had a really bad haircut in Japan? Mm, yeah, I would say I've had bad haircuts in japan but i've also had really bad haircuts in america too like mm. like i'm not a fan of the kind of like speed cut places mm. where they cost like five bucks but mm. they're done in like five minutes yeah. you're talking about in japan right yeah um, well, they have they have them both in america and in japan really yeah <clears throat> so one of my friends went to, uh we shouldn't name her but anyway <laughs> <laughs> that's like the name drop yeah, people on the show. yeah but anyway she went to you know, travel paris and mm. she wanted to experience about you know paris top stylist cut yeah and it was sucks so it sucks uh, yeah but you know i feel like even in japan like i bounced around from beautician to beautician for years until i found my guy mm. and i used him for i think I think I used him for eight years until he moved away. Mm. And then when he moved away, I was like, oh, fuck, what do I do? And then I found the current person, who drops, uh, Chaye. She's great. Mm. I've been going to her, I think, for four, five mm. years now or something mm. like that. Mm. But yeah, it's a, it's a really personal thing. Yeah, it's a really personal thing. But it doesn't matter what race you are, as long as you're, you can do it, you know. That's true. But again, like, guys, it's just a really, I, you should look at, can you find the name of that Chris Rock documentary? Because I, I, I do want to plug that. That was, that opened my, I never thought about hair as being like such a, such a important cultural aspect until I saw that. Good hair. That's what it's called by Chris so Rock. So those people, I mean, those, those artisan, beautician. Those Why do you <laughs> saying artisan? Those beautician who wish to work, you know, in Tokyo, probably studied in Tokyo. Or so it's it's a law that allows them basically for students who have graduated to stick around and, and, and work as a beautician. Okay. Or people who have come here with a beautician license to, oh, to right, practice. Oh, right, right, right. That's true. So mm. so the the, speci- the specifics have not been decided yet, but Mm-mm. basically that's the idea. Cool. Yeah. Uh, moving on, Japan-born American files lawsuit against Japan's dual nationality ban. So if you guys don't know this in Japan, it's uh, it's not like other countries where you can have more than one citizenship. They have mm. a law that says you're either Japanese or you're not. Mm. And if you want to apply for Japanese citizenship, you have to renounce, denounce, renounce, renounce your, your current citizenship mm. wherever you are. Mm. 
Anyway, a Japanese-born American said Thursday she has filed a lawsuit with a Japanese court claiming that the country's nationality law, which bans its citizens from also holding foreign nationality, violates the Constitution. Hmm. Yuri Kondo, 75, who currently lives in Fukuoka, uh, has filed a lawsuit at the Fukuoka District Court, said at a press conference that with her legal team acquiring U.S. citizenship should not have automatically stripped her of her Japanese one. Uh, Kondo lived in America and in Arizona where she practiced law and then she came back to Japan and she had lost. So she's currently here on a, on a visa, mm-hmm. even though she's born Japanese citizenship. And so she's currently, nationality is an important human right and it's illegal to automatically take it away from someone without their consent, she said. How do you feel about this? Why can't we have like double citizenship? Yeah. Hmm. Why not? Why not? And then why other countries can have it? Because you guys' laws are weird. <laughs> because we are like close island country. I don't know. I mean, there might have been a reason for this at some point, but I feel like I hope her. There's actually three other cases that are currently going through the Japanese courts that are suing over this. Hmm. But I hope that they win because I think that the whole idea of like not having. There are so many Japanese people who are born, you know, with mixed parents and stuff like that. Yeah. And they get both citizenships and then. Come 20, because mm-hmm. you can have b- dual citizenship until you're 20. Mm-mm. And then right when you hit 20, you have to pick one. Do they find out if they, you know, keep having it? You mean if they just shut up? Yeah. Totally, maybe. Oh, okay. <laughs> mm. No, but it's like, it's just one of those things. It's like, it's an unnecessary, mm. it's an unnecessary, uh, what do you call it? Um uh, burden upon, you know, people who are born with two citizenship. If you have two citizenship, good on you. Good for you. Uh, well, what's the good things about having, you know, two nationalities or two citizenship? So you can like in normal, in normal countries, not in Japan, but in normal places, you can just like, if, I, if I'm like American and Canadian, for example, mm-hmm. I can just live in both countries and work in both countries. Oh, okay. Okay. And it happens. It, it is happening right Especially now. in European countries. Many Europeans have multiple passports and things oh, like, cool. multiple citizenships and things like oh, that. Oh, okay. Sounds cool. I mean, I don't see the problem, mm-hmm. you know, especially with the population in decline, you know, if you're forcing kids, especially if they're living abroad, like this woman, if you're if you're forcing them to like get rid of their Japanese citizenship, then that means they're ne- they're never going to come back. Mm. That's not good. Not right. It's not you know. Let's mm. think about it, guys. Yeah, it's maybe because we are you know island country. Maybe. Maybe. Mm. Let's move on. Japan to cover ninety nine point nine percent of households by fiber optic networks in twenty twenty eight. Good thing. Japan will aim for a high-speed fiber optic network to cover 99% of households before the fiscal year of March 2028 ends, the government policy sh- uh, showed Wednesday. The plan is a key pillar for Prime Minister Fumio Kishida. Love you, Kishida. You're doing such a great job. <laughs> um, vision to ensure not just major cities, but also regional areas can have smooth access to digital services in everyday life. Uh, Japan has seen uh, as a laggard in the digital transformation globally as the COVID-19 pandemic made the contrast clear. I'm going to say that Japan's not a laggard, that America, compared to America, America's a laggard. Uh, but there are certain areas in Japan that are underserviced by fiber. Hmm. Uh, Nazi, you have, you have fiber. N- do you don't? Do you have fiber now? Uh, yes, I do. I thought you had the four G. No, 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 no. You yeah. have fiber now. Mm. I did the construction thing on my house. Okay. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about? Okay, so before you had like the. I forgot what it's called, but the the Dempa, the the cell phone, like yeah, Wi-Fi, it's... pocket Wi-Fi thing. Mm-hmm. And now you have fiber. Which one's better? Of course, the fiber thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's easier and faster. No need to stop YouTube. No need to stop YouTube. 
Yeah, uh, basically, the news story talks about during the pandemic, uh, it you know, a lot of households, you know, in the last two years have realized, oh, we need internet and mm. we need a computer. Mm. And uh, so... I didn't realize that Japan is such a, you know, low, low computer company before, you know, we are starting this show. So it's weird because like before the pandemic, mm -hmm. everybody was using their phones for everything. Right. Which is fine. But then if you have to do like a day of school on Zoom because of the pandemic... This isn't enough. You mm. can't use your cell phone service every single day for seven, eight hours a day. So then that's when everybody panics and try to get Wi-Fi all at the same time. And there's a webcam shortage and all this other stuff. Yeah, but I think who, want, who needs to change is like Japanese countryside city halls. Do you understand what I mean? They have, they're still using fax and they are doing like a lot of, a lot of paper things to do it. Well, here's the thing though. So I used to work in one of those countryside uh, town halls, uh, city halls, and they would buy computers for all the old people that mm. work there. Okay. And they would literally like, you know, they close the, 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 the notebook mm -hmm. and then put papers on top of it and write on papers. Right. So the notebook's just sitting underneath everything. Mm, mm, mm. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, don't, hello. They like, don't know how to do it. They don't what? know how to use it. Mm. So it's not just the equipment. It's not just, you know, Japanese are really, really good about giving them the, the, the objects. Mm, mm. The training is what they're lacking. Oh, that's so true. So training. You can give everybody fiber to their house. That's great. But if they don't have a computer or smart technology, if they don't understand how to use it, it's not going to mean anything. Exactly. They need training. Like one of our favorite bars here in Kagoshima, I think six years ago, I bought the owner an Apple TV mm -hmm. and showed him how to use it because right. I wanted to watch YouTube music videos in his bar. Oh, was it six years ago? Yeah, I think it was oh, like okay. six, or six, six years ago. Okay. Maybe more. Uh -huh. And so like he was like one of the first people in the downtown area here that's like ever had like <laughs> on-demand music. He was just like, wow, this uh, is so cool. Uh, uh, uh. And I'm like, dude, this is like, this happened like 10 years ago. But, uh, it's, you know, it's just slow. Right. Whatever. Mm. But, hey, Josh, do you got internet in your new apartment yet? Yeah, I got fiber. When? Uh, a couple of weeks ago. That's good. How do you feel about it? It's nice. It's fantastic. It's a lot better than the Wi-Fi that my girlfriend used to have. Like... Before we would have to like stop Netflix every few minutes. Mm, right, it, right, it that happens. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you guys had the the cell phone pocket Wi-Fi thing. No, we had the uh, the apartment complex shared internet. Shared internet. So like any time that we would want to use it is the time that it's like peak hours. So it's garbage. It would always be slow and garbage. Mm. So a lot of a lot of apartment uh, towers here in, in in Japan they'll advertise free internet, mm. and it's technically true. But what they'll do is they'll get one fiber optic connection for fifty units. Ah. Oh. <clears throat> I didn't know that. So your down speed is like 150 megabits a second and you're sharing that with 50 people. Hmm. So you're, you're like, you're getting like less than dial up speeds. So it's just garbage. Even though if you had like, you know, apartment Wi-Fi things, so some people get contract with their own internet. Yeah. Yeah. So my apartment has shared internet with everybody. Mm -hmm. I think I used that for six minutes and I ordered my own Okay. private mm. fiber line mm -hmm. and then just never looked back oh okay cannot use shared internet i mean like if you use it from like 10 a.m until like 4 p.m it's fine mm. but anytime people are actually home big it, hours it, it doesn't work oh really it's absolute garbage it was, oh. it was a nightmare i'm so glad i have my own private line mm. uh worker at japanese fast food chain skia dies while working alone Female worker at one of Japanese uh, Skia last 
two, three weeks ago. I think we were talking about Yosh- Yoshinoya. Mm. So you guys, we're going to leave you alone for a little bit. We're going to shit on Skia now. <laughs> so a female worker uh, at Japan's leading fast food chain, Skia Co., collapsed earlier this year while working alone at one of its outlets, as and she was confirmed dead later after suffering a heart attack, mm. a company official said on Thursday. Yeah. The woman in her 50s was working as uh, an early morning shift on January at a Nagoya outlet. And her situation was not found until her colleague arrived later at 9 a.m. Um, she was taken to the hospital and later pronounced dead. Mm. She was found after three hours she had a heart attack, right? Yeah. Oh. So, okay. First of all, I want to I talk about two angles with this. One, let's talk about skia. Is skia good? Do you guys like skia? Okay. I have one skia near my house and I sometimes buy. So skia is like a gyudon. Gyudon, it's like beef and bowl. beef bowl, beef rice bowl. Mm-hmm. It's cheap. The only thing that I recommend getting at skia is the mini gyudon. Uh, like the, many flavors. What's it called? Mitsu cheese mini gyudon. Right, three so, cheese. Three cheese, small gyudon. Get that, and then I get like a, mentai gyudon. Okay, mentai, okay. mentai the little mm-hmm. yeah. I, re- I recommend getting the three cheese, the small gyudon, and then a side of kimchi mm-hmm. and taking the kimchi and dumping it on top of the bowl, mixing it together, taco salad. <laughs> right. Taco rice bowl. It's great. <laughs> That's so true. Tastes great. Thank you for the idea. It really does taste good. Uh, yeah. But skia is like, what would you say skia is? It's like the lowest quality fast food place in Japan. I buy it because there's no Yoshinoya near my house. See, so ski is worse than Yoshinoya. <laughs> Yoshinoya is not that great. <laughs> but it's cheap as fuck, dude. You can get like a, a you, they have like the bowl and you can get like a side dish, like of an egg or something. You can get it for like two, three dollars. Mm. So cheap. With miso shiru. Yeah, it's really, really fast. Mm-hmm. But the thing is about skia is there's the staff is only one or two staff at a time. I didn't know that. Yeah, even mm. the, the downtown one here usually only has one or two staff. Is it 24-hour store? Some of them are 24 hours. Some of oh. them are like from 5 a.m. like oh, this okay. one is. Uh-huh. But anyway, okay, so that's that's what skia is. Okay, now, Nazi, let me ask you. Do you think it's okay to have only one employee at skia at the time? No, no. I mean, I didn't think about before the person is died, but, you know, things like that happened. So we need two, maybe. But then, okay, let me ask you this question. Okay. Family Mart or 7-Eleven, oftentimes you go to a convenience store and the only, there's only one staff. Really? Yeah. Oh, uh... So this kind of things happening in their, you know, whole entire country, maybe. Not only that, the whole world. I mean, there's a lot of places that you go to all over the world and there's just one person working there. Okay. Like I, my, my hotel in Korea a couple of years ago, I walked in, there's just one old guy. What do they do? Like press the button if they feel sick? Well, so actually, so in a lot of places, there's just no system whatsoever. So just die? <laughs> just like that? <laughs> Yes, Natsuki, they just died. No. Okay. So there's usually, there's there's basically no si- system, right? Okay. But Skia actually has a system. They have a, a bracelet with an SOS button on it. Oh, really? Probably for like criminals or something something like that. But, okay. But apparently this, this heart attack maybe happened so suddenly that she didn't have a chance to p- press hmm, the button. Hmm. But anyway, um, and you can actually see systems like this in Japan, like 24-hour gyms. Mm-hmm. They have like a necklace that you can wear at some of the 24-hour gyms that if you pull on it, like if you're having a heart attack while you're working out in the middle of the night and there's no staff. Okay. Because tw- some of the 24-hour gyms have no staff at night. Right, right, right. You just pull the necklace and then Seikom se- like uh-huh. comes or whatever, uh-huh. the security company. But anyway, so I don't know if this is such a problem. Mm. And here's why. I live completely by myself. Uh, same thing. Uh-huh. I spend most of my time by myself. Be careful. <laughs> 
<laughs> this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, mm. So like the other yesterday, while reading the story, actually, I read the story yesterday. I was like chewing ice as I always do because I'm I'm ho- I'm a horrible human being. So I, I'm like drinking my my tansansi, what is that soda water and like chewing on ice cubes while reading this on my phone. And I had often thought like if I started choking mm. right now, mm. I just die. Right. Like, there's no, like, hey, wife, help me, give me the Heimlich maneuver. I just don't live with anybody. Mm, it happens. So, it happens, right? Mm-hmm. So, is this really Skia's fault? Yeah, because that person is an employee, so the company should, you know, protect the employees. You're living by yourself, just so you're the one who needs to take care of yourself. But this employee is belong to the company, so company should... But you know. sometimes there's like a police box, a Koban, which is one police officer. Right. So what about that situation? Maybe, you know, Kamala is on. And, and who's watching him? <laughs> like I did, What I'm trying to say is like, uh, there's a lot of jobs where people work by themselves. It right. just happens. Mm-hmm. And is it the company's fault if something, if something medical happens to that person while they're working by themselves? I don't think so. Right. Right. I mean, think about this. How many buses that you you ride all the time if you go from city to city on a bus? There's just only one bus driver. There's no other staff. True. Right? Customers are there. There's cus- but there's customers, but there's just the one staff. Right. So if something happens to him, there's no other staff to help. Mm-hmm. Are you showing us the Heimlich maneuver? This is how you do it if you're by yourself. <laughs> you use a chair. I don't have a chair. Well, so far, table, <laughs> counter. Thanks, guys. You have a Thanks, counter. Guys. You have a counter. Okay. So, yeah, you, you can do it by yourself. Look up how to do it if you're listening to this podcast. Because this is actually something, this is one of my, uh, was one of my biggest fears, like choking on something when I'm by myself. So, I knew, I know how to do this. But I don't know if I can do it. You know, I don't have, you know, got to do it. What if you're choking on something and you're pregnant? What happens then? No? No one? But it's like above your stomach. Yeah, but the stomach gets in the way, bro. Well, I can look it up if you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you look that up. I, I've never had to worry about that. <laughs> I've never had to worry about choking by myself before. The only reason why I thought about this is because I saw one of those fucking ring videos hmm. where some guy who was home by himself ran over to his neighbor's house and knocked on the door. And he's like, I'm choking, I'm choking. And his neighbor gave him the Heimlich maneuver. Really? Yeah, it's a it's a video. Hmm. And I was like, you know, I live by myself. I might die chewing hmm. on so anyway, well, so what's the new suggestion? I mean, you know, they're suing the company. Uh, no, there's no suing. It's just, it's just, you know, bad skia. You left an employee by yourself, oh. and I'm not, I'm not necessarily certain that that's a. Uh, okay, so uh, Josh <laughs> looked it up, and apparently, what you do, I don't know if, what you do if you're by yourself, but if you're a pregnant lady, you put your arms between her, her baby bump and her, and her mammary glands, her, her, her bosom, and you just push in between Scary. the baby bump and the boobies. Yeah scary okay maybe I should stop chewing on ice but you know technically if i if it gets stuck but i can still breathe a little bit i'll just wait yeah just get some hot water and then pour down your throat i'm pretty sure that that's not going to make it better if i can breathe i'll just wait in japan stuck things is like, like most famous things is mochi Oh, that's why I don't eat mochi. Oh. Fuck mochi. <laughs> no, no, when I was a kid, I, that's, I can't eat mochi because when I was a kid, I, I, I bit off too much and then didn't chew it completely. Uh-huh. And then it got stuck in my throat. How did you do? 
like I think I was at it was at uh, Oshogatsu in the Las Vegas uh, was it Nikkei Nantoka Nantoka Association like the okay. Japanese community there okay and they're all eating fucking mochi mm-hmm. and I'm like yay mochi I love mochi and it got stuck and then I think they they hit me on the back of my uh, okay. back or something like that I, I threw it up and uh, they saved your life yeah but so ever since then I'm like fuck mochi so during Oshogatsu you know New Year's days some old people die because of mochi stuck their throat Fuck mochi, man. And I then hate mochi. I heard it's a wrong it's a wrong information, but some some people do like you know they put the vacuum inside of their mouth. No, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. So I said it's a wrong you know information, but I I, heard. I had to teach my 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 Aikawa staff, the Japanese mm-hmm. teachers, two things I had to teach them: CPR, uh-huh. like we all sat around together and learned CPR together. Because they didn't know, and the other one was the Heimlich maneuver. I was oh. like, "This is this is how you save children's lives, guys." Right. I've learned you know CPR things, but I don't think I can do it because you know do do. Beejees, beejees. Hey, yeah. hey. Actually, that's no longer important. Like before, you'd be like, "Hey, hey, 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 staying alive, staying alive." This is the the pumps that you do on the oh. in that in that beat, the Beejees. Oh, oh, oh. And before you would do that, and then you would breathe, and then pump, and then breathe. But now. They tell you don't even do the breathing, just the the chest compressions only. Oh. Just do that. I always believe that you're not good, not good with singing, but now I could understand what you're singing. <laughs> Stay alive. <laughs> anyway, uh, but anyway, so that's uh, yeah, that's uh, speaking of mochi, hmm. donut burger. Okay, you got to put a picture of this in the podcast on the video podcast, Josh. Uh, so. What do you? What's your image of Mr. Donut, Natsuki? What do you think about Mr. Donut? Like sweet, sweet donuts. Could you imagine? This is called a uh, Kinako Fried Chicken Pondering. Whoa! Is it happening? It's finished, but it happened. Uh, it was. I can take. I can imagine how it tastes like. It's two. It's two. It's a donut cut in half, or maybe two donuts. Two donuts. Uh, chicken in the middle of it. And it's a with French fries and it's a sandwich. It tastes like muck griddle, maybe. Do you understand oh what I mean? God, ugh. It was yeah, immediate- like sweet and salty. So this reporter commented, it was immediately chewy, sweet, salty, spicy, juicy, and crispy all at once, confounding her senses and confusing her mind. She took another bite and was able to get a clearer picture of the different components and how they work together. The donut provided a chewy texture to the mix, while the the kinako topping added a sweet accent. So, is that means good or not? She liked it. I think <laughs> okay. that's it's it's already it was only it only ran for a week here in Japan, but like oh god, a chicken glazed donut sandwich. Ugh. Is Mac Griddle from America? I think everything Mac is right. You know. So sweet and salty things happen sometimes. I know people put syrup on bacon. Hmm. Those people are evil, terrible human beings. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry, guys. I just don't like sweet stuff. I just can't do anything sweet. Yeah, I want to try that. It may be good. Well, I tell you what, we'll get you. We'll make the chicken. You go get a donut. We'll cut it in half. Make it right. We'll make it right. work. I've I've had a burger like that before, where it was a donut cut. No, it, uh, I think it was Krispy Kreme. Yeah, it was a Krispy Kreme donut cut in half with a. Uh, it was a cheeseburger inside. It may be good. Oh, that's disgusting! Krispy Kreme is the worst. Yeah, I actually really don't like Krispy Kreme, but Krispy Kreme is. The it was worst. a thing in Japan, but it's disappeared now. We had a Krispy Kreme donut in our town, but it's gone. Yeah, because it's the worst. Krispy Kreme is horrible. Krispy Kreme happened when like the Starbucks boom happened. Okay, they were like they like came up together, and then and then everybody realized that diabetes is not fun, so Krispy Kreme went away. Hmm. 
Fuck you, Krispy Kreme. <laughs> Are you looking it up? Did you find it? No. Okay. Japan logs record low: eight thousand one hundred and eleven newborns in twenty twenty one. Because of Corona. Twenty twenty one. You had your baby in twenty twenty two. When yeah, this year. Ah, so you didn't count to this number. No, that's bad. No, it's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I helped. I helped. I helped. Uh, the number of babies born in Japan fell to a record low of eight thousand one hundred and eleven six hundred and four during twenty twenty one, declining faster than the government anticipated, according to data released Friday. By prefecture, Okinawa posted the highest birth rate, with each woman estimating to have one point eight babies in her lifetime. Followed by Kagoshima, woohoo, us, and Miyazaki, both in southwestern Japan at 1.65 and 1.64, respectively. Wow. So I have two. So I'm like, you know, I won. <laughs> yes, you're winning. You're mm-hmm. winning something. That's kind of scary because, like, the highest Okinawa is still less than two. Yeah, that's what I saw too. So the replenish rate yeah. very dependent on where you are because some, some infant mortality and let's just call it school shootings and stuff like that. Like, depend on where you are, okay? Children have, uh, to, to be re- replenished the, the population is somewhere usually around two point something. Hmm. And I think in Japan, I think it would be something like 2.2 or three or something like that. So if you're, if the whole country is not having at least 2.3 kids per couple, you're not even keeping the, the population flat. Right, well, what are we going to do? I mean, I worry about my children. You know, they have to pay a lot of tax to, you know, help adults. That's sad. Well, there was, I saw this guide to what to do. It was in Nihon Mukashi Banashi, the, uh, the folk tales. It's called uh, Throwing Away Grandma. Okay. Ubaste uh, Yama. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Is that happening again? Is it going to happen again? <laughs> Am I going to the mountain near here? <laughs> well, someday Shiori's like, hey, mom, oh, let's no. go to the mountain. <laughs> you should say no. <laughs> For you guys who don't know, and actually some of my Japanese staff did not believe me about this when I was talking about this, I think five or six years ago. In oh. This is not only in Japan, but this is uh, in, in a lot of cultures back in the day, uh, grandma, because grandpa usually didn't live very long. Oh, right. Um. Men have historically always lived less years than their women counterparts because, oh. you know, they, they get killed in wars or they die working or whatever. Various reasons men usually die younger. And so what happens is, is in your community, you know, during like feudal Japan when like, you know, resources were scarce and things like that you'd have a, a small community and you'd have these older grandma ladies who can't have kids anymore. They're too old to raise children. They can't do anything anymore. They're just there and they're consuming resources. They're eating food. Hmm. So depending on what cult- culture in, for example, some Puritan cultures found the idea of the witch Oh, okay. So they're like, oh, this old woman's a witch. And so they'd like drown her, burn her or whatever to get rid of her because she's just consuming resources without contributing anything. In Japan, they were much more direct about it. They'd literally, not the whole country, but some parts of the country and and for some parts of their history, literally take grandma up to the mountain. (laughs) It's not even funny. (laughs) Put her on the mountain. Just leave it hard there. See you later, Grandma. Thanks for all the nice memories. <laughs> and just leave her there to die. 
Anyway, but the Nihomukashi Banashi, the, the, the folklore tale that the kids watch is actually the reverse of that. Is it the, I think it's the son takes the mother whose grandmother aged up to the mountain to leave her, but refuses to leave her and takes her back down and then hides her is a story. So it's, it's a good story. Yeah. I will exercise a lot. And even my daughter <laughs> you know, leave me as a mountain, I will come back by myself. <laughs> Oh, so funny. Okay, sorry. Speaking of food, over 10,000 food items in Japan to see price hike in 2022 survey. Yeah, it's on news every day and I get sick of it. Okay, so because of, uh, let's say, Russia not being cool, uh, they uh, Russia, if you guys don't know this, Russia and Ukraine uh, account for like some ridiculous percent of the world's grain supply. Hmm. And so because of that, there's a shortage in grain supply all around the world. Um, this is also part of the reason why gas prices in all over the world, especially America, are going up because the uh, the price of oil has gone up. All those people out there in America who think that Biden controls the global oil trade, you're a fucking idiot. Um, it's because oil, the cost of oil went straight up like this after the pandemic and because uh, supply is very, very low because they are still on pandemic level supply. And so anyway, so oil got really, really expensive because especially because of after the pandemic, demand went up, supply was low, and then supply got lower because OPEC plus, OPEC is the old the old system, OPEC plus now has Russia in it. Uh, Russia's oil is no longer marketable because of sanctions and things like that. Anyway, in addition to that, grain has also become more scarce and ex- expensive. So a growing number of Japanese companies are selling products at higher prices as coronavirus pandemic and Russia's ongoing invasion of Ukraine has caused the cost of everything from wheat to crude oil to rise. Alcoholic beverages and other drinks will see the largest price hikes at an average of 15% due to rising costs of wheat and plastic bottle packaging, according because plastic is made from oil. Uh, according to the survey, over 80% of the products will have their price inc- increase in July or later. I don't want to see the reality. I don't want to see the reality on <laughs> the show that we it, talk about news. I know, but you know, if we need something, we have to buy them anyway, right? Yeah. So I don't want to see the reality. We're going to buy them. <laughs> but the good thing is, is for the most part, uh, prices in Japan are generally more stable than those of other countries. Uh, so this is one thing I really want to compliment Japan is that they never, never price gouge. Mm. For example, if you go to get, if you're sitting at your gates in the airport, and there's a Coca-Cola vending machine. The Coca-Cola in the airport vending machine is the same exact fucking price of every other vending machine in the whole country. Aww. The price doesn't change. Mm-mm. If you go to a concert, okay, giant concert, you go buy a beer, it's 600 yen. Mm. It's a little bit more expensive than buying it at a bar. Mm-mm. In America, if you go to a concert and you buy a beer, it's 24 fucking dollars. If you buy a, a, a Coke bottle out of a vending machine, out of a normal vending machine in America, it's like, well, $1.50, $1 something cents. You do it at the airport or you do it at some like special event. It's like $3. Huh. They just jack up their price because you have limited choice. Huh. But they do not do that in Japan. Huh. You, go, you go to the convenience store. What a store, nice country. <laughs> it is. It's because Japanese consumers are very, very... Uh, urusai. Uh, they are seeing the reality. They, they <laughs> Don't are. Like me. <laughs> they're like, if if you have, like, for example, if you have a 7-Eleven in an airport and everything's more expensive than other 7-Elevens, the Japanese customers will fucking freak out. They will not accept it and they will go to the media, they'll go on social media and they will shame 7-Eleven to put the prices back down um, to normal. So they can't do it. Mm-mm-mm-mm. So that's one good thing about Japanese customers. Mm-mm-mm-mm. You guys are annoying enough to get your way. Annoying. 
Good. Good. Good for you guys. So people who travel to Hawaii this season, and if they were on the news and everybody was shocking about, you know, the price were very expensive, oh, like yeah. food and like alcohol, everything. So they said it's hard to afford. It's not only that, it's also the weak yen. Oh, uh, right. right. Everything's like 50% more because the, the yen is so weak. Right, right. And then oh, one of my friends, son, is going to, you know, some country to study abroad. And because... And it's very weak now. So the stu- stu- I mean, study situation, I mean, money yeah. is very expensive yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's like, it, it's just pen- pendulum on a clock. Mm. You know, you pull it up and you let it go and it, it, it'll swing back and forth, but eventually it'll hit the middle. Hmm. So, right now, because we're coming out of these crazy times, like just shit has gone crazy. Right. It, it's gonna. It'll take a while for it to calm down and normalize, but it'll eventually normalize. Mm, mm, mm. So a lot of this is just right now. But unfortunately, when the price of something like food goes up, it doesn't come back down. Oh right. It stays like yeah. that. Yeah, that's true. Gas will probably go up and down, up and down, and whatever. But mm. like food will probably stay like that. Mm. Okay, let's let's continue on. Let's uh let's do a fun story. Let's do your let's do your story. Oh okay. It's a story about. Stocher. Stocher. Have you ever heard Stocher? I have. Okay. It's a... Environment. No. Advertisement. Advertisement. There you go. It's a advertisement. You can carry the backpack and then you put the iPad in there and then it shows what you want to show. I mean, advertisement. It's a service. It's a new service. So it's a new startup. Okay. That is, t- I think it's in Shibuya only. Shibuya only. And basically, like, if you want a part-time job, you install an app on your iPad. Your like, iPad. They don't give you an iPad. It's a your. The only thing that they give you is they give you a backpack that has like a clear window in the back of it, mm-hmm. and then you put your iPad in there, install their app, and then you just walk around, and then they display ads on your iPad while you walk around. That's all you have to do. You just walk around. It's like 1,200 yen an hour. An hour. So that's like less than 10 bucks an hour. Well, you just, you know, you walk anyway. So it's good, isn't it? No? I think that the, the target audience here are just like young kids who have nothing better to do. Just walk around. Yeah, it depends on the advertisement that you show. It's, you know, it's a dirty thing. I don't want to do it. But it's a, you know, fun thing. That would be cool. I don't think that they can do dirty stuff. I think oh, really? it's all I think it's all clean stuff. Mm, cool. Yeah. Mm-mm. But anyway, uh, guys at home, leave a comment. If, would you do a job where you walk around, like basically, you know, Shibuya would be like, I don't know, Times Square, New York, uh, you know, with a scrolling advertisement on your back. You don't have to talk to anybody. You don't have to do anything other than just walk around. And you can, you can walk anywhere you want, just as long as you're in that area. Can we see? I have a bad eyesight. So if, you know, the backpack in it and then it's a, there's a cover on it, right? Do you think we can see well? I don't know. I mean, it's a it's a startup, so we'll see what happens. But um, like, basically, yeah. in Shibuya, it's really like a battle for your attention. Mm. I mean, there's just billboards and signs everywhere. And like, I talked about this a couple of weeks ago on the show. But like in Shibuya, they have a lot of a lot more billboard trucks, mm. big trucks with like giant signs on them. They have way more now than they did before. Do you think it works in Las Vegas too? Because you know, people who are walking <laughs> and the 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 main area. I think people would steal your iPad in Vegas, but um, uh, I'll steal the iPad. Uh, what we do in Vegas is different. There's a we have these 
advertisements for strip strip joints. Right, right. Where it'll be a truck and it'll have like three or four strip poles in inside of it mm. and girls in very very small bikinis mm-hmm. dancing on the inside of the truck oh, hi, hi, as hi. it drives around Mm-mm. and they're like come to wherever i'm just like wow vegas okay you're so classy i never thought about you know someone stealing the, your ipad from the you know backpack it's crazy now in america man it depends uh, on where you are but there's a lot of crazy stuff going around maybe we can do this because we're in japan yeah shibuya is pretty safe nothing uh, bad happens there except for you know Papa Katsu. Katsu. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's move on from, you know, poor man's bite, uh, uh, part-time job, which I don't know. You guys leave it in the comments. Would you do that kind of job? I mean, like if you, let's see if I would, if you're like on a diet, right? You want to walk like 5K a day. That's great. You just combine walking with, you know, having that part-time job and you just make some change. And then you can get your money on that day. Yeah, they pay you on the day. Pay on the day. Cool. So, I mean... I don't know. Diet and working together. Yeah. Well, anyway, you guys leave a uh, comments. Would you do it? Would you not do it? And reasons why. Let's move on. Uniqlo chief re- regained spot as Japan's richest, but uh, richest, but wealth down sharply. So during the pandemic and after the pandemic, all the rich people in Japan kind of shuffled around just like they did in, in other parts of the world. Uh, and uh, Tadashi Yanai, founder and chief of Japanese clothing retail chain Uniqlo, has regained his title as the richest person in Japan, even as a global economic slowdown has eroded his wealth sharply. Congratulations. According to the International Business Magazine, forms Asia's largest list of the richest 50 people in Japan. <clears throat> Sun, uh, who is the top of SoftBank, of SoftBank mm. uh, took the biggest hit in both dollar and percentage terms, and his investment firm's two uh, vision funds reported a record $27 billion loss for the year, ending in March 2022. So the three richest people you got, you got Yanai, who's the Uniqlo guy from Fast Retailing Co- Corporation, mm. uh, and then Song from SoftBank. No, number two is uh, Takemitsu Takizaki, the founder and president of device maker Kiense Corp. I actually Kiense. Uh, yeah, I don't even know who this is. Like mm. What he does, and then number three is SoftBank. Son. Huh. Where's Toyota? No Toyota. Toyota's CEO. Mm-hmm. Toyota's CEO doesn't is not that. Isn't it surprising because Toyota is a, like like most famous company in Japan, but he is not on the list. In in Japan, CEOs don't make a lot of money. Oh, okay. Not like other countries. Mm-hmm. That's that's what got Gon into so much. Uh, that's why the you know Nissan was having such problems with Gon because Gon wanted more money and wanted to take the, the company's control out of Japan mm. because of this a lot of silly things that they do in Japan. CEOs in Japan don't make a lot of money. Mm. Um, if, you, if you're if you a CEO and you, and you do well, I recommend it not doing it in this country. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but that's the mm. truth. Uh, let's go on to a stupid story. City forced to ruin picturesque palm tree lined road. Just if you can throw this on the screen. Set against the backdrop of the chain of blue waters of Tokyo Bay under a blue sky, the one kilometer uh, straight stretch has a, uh, has been known as the, uh, what do they call it? The Chiba Fornia. Chiba Fornia. First time to know. It's basically this long road in Chiba that has, uh, how many does it have? 98 palm trees that line it. Uh, and so you can see the ocean and all these palm trees that are equidistant from each other. That's a sad looking. And uh, it's an Instagram favorite spot. It's uh, really, it's really beautiful. It kind of looks like California. But the uh, local officials got kind of pissed off at people stopping in the no. It's a no parking zone, and so 
the the assholes ruined the entire fucking view. Was the big accident happened there? I don't think there was an accident. There's no mention of an accident. I think oh, it's just okay. a bunch of pissed off, stupid Colmween. Oh. Of 98 palm trees planted along the road, 40 were wrapped with a bright yellow sheet measuring three meters around their trunk. And it says no parking, no photography on the road. So the local small, very small power, what is it called? What are they called? Like super hall monitor energy from this, I feel. Hmm. Like these like small little people in the local government trying to be the big man, putting these god awful ugly stickers on these beautiful trees and they're like nope photography no stopping mm. ruining it for everybody people are still taking the photo i guess because you know those looks very rare to see all the stickers on yeah, it yeah or the stickers on it Stupid they does. they want to you know upload it to instagram still yeah but i don't know like you like if you don't want the people stopping there place the fucking cop out there mm. you know why do they ruin the view for everybody right it's just, uh, I hate local government sometimes. <clears throat> All right, let's do one one question for Natsuki. Okay. Natsuki, how long should you date someone in Japan before going on a trip with them? Three times. Three times? No, no, how long? Like how, how many days, months, weeks, years? Sorry. I'm in... Should I answer my own answer or like... Keep, keep it for a second. Don't, don't, don't answer. Okay, so starting with the question, this is from the Soto, Soto News. Starting with the question, how long since you've been dating, is it okay to go on a trip with your partner? Three months. The most popular response was two to three months, as indicated by 43.2% of males and 39% of females. Mm. In second place was four to six months. Jeez, that's forever. Mm. 25% of males and 30% of females, which indicates an overwhelming majority, so 70% of males and about 70% of females, were in the two to six month camp. 14.1% of women believed any time within the first month is a good time for a trip. Hmm. I belong there. Natsuki, you and your husband, how many dates did you go on before you went on your first trip? Two dates. And uh, how long before you proposed to him? Two dates. <laughs> Natsuki, I actually think you're lying. I think it was your second date was a trip. Right. Right, that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay, so mm -hmm. you went on one date. Oh, right. And then your second date was a trip. Right. Which was like a week later, two weeks later? Two weeks later, maybe. Can't yeah. remember. And then on your trip because date... Because I knew him for a long time. It doesn't matter. On your trip date, <laughs> the mother. second date, which is two weeks later, you got drunk and proposed to him. Right. And yeah. he accepted. Cool. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> Josh, how many, how long between you, you and your uh, fiance, how long before you went on a trip together? Well, our first trip together was a work trip that we had and she came along, but it was like after 10 months or something. But you guys are like COVID couple. Yeah. We started dating and then Corona happened. So yeah. So we couldn't really go anywhere. It's probably the best thing that happened to you guys though, really. Like yeah. force <laughs> you guys to spend a lot of time together. Yeah. I mean, I think. That was one reason why I felt ready to get married so quickly, I guess, is just because, like, we spent so much time together. You're just like, it's nothing going to change. So I guess our first, like, actual trip together is going to be when we get married You're in, in Hawaii. In Hawaii at yeah. the end of the year. That's going to be our first trip. <laughs> can hey, I, can, yeah. Is this, like, too early things happen to in the United States, too? Like, we are too early to go on the trip things. I honestly don't think that there is a 
whatever, like whatever is good for you. You know, I don't think there's, a, there's no, there's no determined, set, decided, like, time. You, you know, these things is happening because, you know, if you go on a trip, you know, maybe physical activity is happening. You keep saying physical activity, <laughs> sex, you might fuck each other. <laughs> what are you doing? Is this in the Disney channel? <laughs> okay. So that's why saying, that's why people are saying, is it too early or something? Do you understand what I mean? Let's ask this question. Uh, for physical activities, <laughs> how many dates is acceptable? Yeah. For me, it depends on the person. But yeah, it I'm, depends on the person. Right? I'm exactly. totally fine with, if, if I'm feeling it, the first date is fine. I'm cool with that. Because I knew my husband for a long time. You keep saying this is like, you keep saying this like this means something. You fucking knew him when you were a kindergartner. You didn't see him your whole life. Then you saw him again. That's not, you knew him for a long time. That's it. You went in and out of each other's lives briefly. And then you met him again as an adult. What are yeah, you talking we're adults. about? We're adults. We're adults. You can do it whenever you want if you're fucking <laughs> with it. But, you know, I wanted to know the right answer. Do you understand what I mean? There's no right answer. It's yeah, up the, to you. Oh, average. Average. This is average. So average what's is your boring. what's your answer, Josh? How many dates if you need? For, you for need? what? Fucking. <laughs> well, if both sides feel like the if time you both is right. signed on the contract, <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Yeah, no, like like Mitch said, if both sides feel like the time is right, so yeah, the atmosphere is good. Mm-hmm. This is a very childish question. Yeah. I Isn't mean, it? a lot of these kind of like random couple interviews that they have in Japan are yeah. kind of childish. Childish and the who cares thing. My 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 thing that I love about Japanese couples is that not all not all Japanese people are like this, but there's a there's a significant amount of especially women mm-hmm. who require you. We were talking about this before. Require you to have the the statement the the legal framework they they require you to to decide that you're a couple before they'll do anything right and like it requires you to to kokuhaku mm. and then you have to say skiate kurasai or skiaimashou or something whatever it's like let's date let's go out together mm. and then after you've decided that then your boyfriend and girlfriend and then as you said physical activities <laughs> can commence but it's like this kind of things happening because you know Japanese people care about what other people think about you. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. That's why people, especially girls, they don't want people to think them that they're too bitchy or karui. Okay. So okay. Mm-hmm. Wait. Bitchy in real English does not mean what it means in Japanese. Oh, okay. In Japanese, if you call a woman a bitchy, mm-hmm. it means she's a slut. Oh. Okay. Okay, if mm-hmm. you if you call a woman in English a bitch, it means that she's like hidoi onna or like urusai onna. Oh, okay. It's not the same thing. So karui wa, whatever karui onna. Slut. Or, Slut. Or she's easy, easy. Easy, yeah. So people, so those girls don't want to people think they're easy girls. That's why they keep themselves. Don't from. say pure because there's no. <laughs> I've I have never met a pure girl in my entire life. So be, yeah, there there are some pure girls existing. Pure pure pure. <laughs> what is it? What is it? Pure is like a hundred percent. I okay. know pure girls. A pure girls. <laughs> <laughs> but like, who cares? Like in Japan, they a lot of people care. Like oh, like this girl has slept with a lot of guys or mm. whatever. But 
who cares? It's that person's life. Let them do whatever they want. Yeah, then but get, people care. Then you get into the double standard, right? Where like this dude who's like plowed through his well, fair share of girls, no problem. How, is that is it like that in Japan? Like, oh yeah. If there's a girl that's slept with ten guys, versus like a guy that slept with ten girls, how how are they seen? That girls have advantage. I mean, you know, people probably ten is okay, but hundred maybe no. Okay, <laughs> let's just let's just do 40, 40 people. Okay, you mm-hmm. got a guy, guy who's like, you know, like one. I don't want to say his name. One of our friends is a pharmacist. Let's just say, <laughs> lots of lots of fun times. If he gets married, everybody says, oh, he finally calmed down. Right, He's gonna right. be a family man. Mm-mm-mm. If a girl fucks 40 people mm. and then gets married, everybody's like, oh, she's going to cheat. That's true. She's, I don't know. She's kind of a bad girl, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> that happens. That happens. Really? Is that yeah. how it is? Yeah, yeah, that's how it is. I said 10 is okay, but 10 is not okay, maybe. Like, when, when I was said 10, I meant like over a short period of time. Let's say there's like a couple of weeks where a guy dates 10 different girls or a girl dates 10 different guys. In Japan, the idea is that the guy is going to do that because he's like, that's his nature. Hmm. And so everybody goes, oh, okay. He, he's doing that because he's handsome and he can. And he just needs to find the right girl who catches him and makes him a father. That's the image. But a girl who does the same thing, oh, there's something wrong with her. You can't trust her. Hmm. She, she's a slut. Hmm. Well, she's, she's easy. She's easy. She's not going to be a good mom. Mm. Oh, when he goes to work, she's going to do something. I just know it. Is the is the so, complete double standard. Mitch is right. Yeah, <laughs> actually, uh, recently, I think I talked about this last show, maybe, but like, I uh, I talked with my students about like stereotypes in Japan, mm. and one of the questions was like, are there gendered stereotypes? And or no, no, sorry, that wasn't the part that I wanted to talk about. It was uh, about American stereotypes, and then the most. Uh, commonly said answer was that Americans are so free because they don't care about like how other people what other people think about them yeah and like we started talking about that in general like and I was saying like well do you care what someone else thinks about like like are you gonna dress nicely just for everyone else and then like everyone said yes mm. they really care what everyone else thinks and that's kind of like that's kind of hard. I mean, that's a lot of pressure. Like, I, I care a little bit, like, what people think about me, but not to the point where, I, like, I'm not going to do something that I like to do. Aww. It goes to the root of the culture here that it's a, you know, there's the individual is less important than the group here, mm. right? And so group harmony, remember, the, the wa. The mm-hmm. wa is super important, right? Harmony, right? Harmony. Mm. And so if you do something that makes you an outcast or makes you strange, in America, if you do it well and people like it, you're 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 a genius. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my God, you are just you're just different from the rest of us, but you're a genius. If you do that in Japan, there'll be a lot of people who'll be like, no, get in line. Go back to being like everybody else. Why do you think you're so special? Mm. But I think of it more like an ecosystem. Like you can't have a an e- an ecosystem of all the exact same animal. Yes, you can. How? You can't. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But so, like, in, in Japan, like, everybody can should be able to like their own things and stuff like that. But like we mentioned before, if a group of, like, six uh, people go out to a restaurant together, like, they'll all get the same thing and eat it together and all say how good it is, even if, like, one person's like, I fucking hate strawberries, but I'm going to eat the strawberry cake. But let, let, let me let me onion that with you. We're going to get deep on this, okay? Okay. That happens when there's not trust in the group. Hmm. 
if the people have a relationship that's not very deep or not very filled with trust, that's what they'll do. Right. If you're out with your best friends mm. and you've been best friends forever and you absolutely trust each other, at that point, you can just be yourself and relax. Mm, 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 mm. So it's the, it's again, it goes, we've talked about this before, the tate mai and hone. Mm, mm, it's mm. like, you have your two faces, kind mm-hmm. of your two, your two attitudes, I should say. And so if they're worried about what other people think about them and then they change their dress accordingly, those, your students don't trust the people that they're with or there's a power imbalance. Mm-mm. But if they're at the same level and they trust each other, then they don't care. They'll be in their pajamas for all they care. You know. So that means this answer doesn't always collect. There's no correct answer, Natsuki. <laughs> This is my, my, my big annoyance with Japanese language sometimes is mm. when they say chanto shite. Chanto shite means like do it correctly. Right. Chanto means like correctly. Mm. And I always go, what is correct? Mm. It depends on person. It depends on the person. And a lot of times when people go chanto, they don't mean chanto. They, mean, they don't mean correct. They, do, they mean do it like everybody else does it. Mm. And I always like futsu, which means usual or usually. Normal. Normal. No. Mm. And then uh, chanto, those are my two words in the Japanese language that always annoy me because when people tell me, chanto shinasai yo, I'm yeah. like, they, like, do it correctly. I'm like, what the hell is correct? It, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you are right. Who determines who is, mm. what is correct or not? Mm-mm. But people care, in Japanese, people care about chanto or correctly, you know, normal. Speaking of which, uh, completely, completely tangent here. I've been addicted to a YouTube channel called uh, Ega, Ega Channel. Ega Chan. Ah, hi, hi, hi. I've seen that. It's funny. <laughs> guys, I don't know if it, I think, I think it has automatic subtitles. So if you guys don't understand Japanese, I think you'd still uh, in, enjoy it. There's a, it's, it's in uh, English letters. E-G-A, Ega uh-huh. Channel, spelled C-H-A-N-N-N-E-L. There is this, there's one of the videos on there about this, uh, Ega-chan is like a comedian, comedian, but he's really smart, mm. but he acts like, an, he? he's very smart, but he mm. acts like an idiot. Mm. He pretends to be stupid, but he's actually very clever. Really? And uh, he, there's a couple of them where he is in a restaurant with a manner etiquette teacher. Okay. Specialist. Mm-hmm. And like, they're just having dinner together. And then the teacher keeps scolding him every time he fucks up his, his, his etiquette, his manners. Okay. Oh my god, it's so funny. What did he do? Everything bad. Oh, everything bad. He dressed like always, like you know, just tight and naked. No, 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 no. He he was wearing clothes. Okay, but like, oh my god, I was just like, you just gotta watch it. It's oh. just it's just so funny. Anyway, and so one of the things that like she kept saying to him was like, "Chanto shinasai, chanto uh, shinasai," hi, hi, hi. Uh-huh. and like his response was just really funny. Uh-huh. If you guys just watch it, there's. There's three videos on his channel. I think you might have to search for it in Japanese. Maybe you can search for it in English. There's three videos. Two are with a teacher who just looks like, she just looks like a tight, stuck up, bitchy of a teacher. Mm-hmm. Really tight hair, mm-hmm. white clothes. Mm-hmm. Like she sits up, stands very mm-hmm. straight. Yeah, it's, she's, she's, mm-hmm. anyway. So mm-hmm. there's two episodes like that. And one, another episode is like, where Ega-chan and then two, three really big dudes sit at Kaiten Zushi, mm-hmm. the sushi go-around place. And then there's another little Japanese girl who's blonde and I think she, may, she might weigh 40 kilograms, which is like 100 pounds. And it's like, who can eat more sushi? These three dudes, uh, four dudes, or this one little Japanese girl. 
one little Japanese girl. I'm not going to ruin it, but when you watch it, you're just like, what? She's so skinny, but eats a lot, right? Yes, um, tiny, tiny. Uh, anyway, I'm addicted to that. I'm addicted to that and uh, Sushi Ramen or Ramen Sushi. I don't remember the name of the channel. What's the name of that, you know, very famous, those kind of girl? Uh, yeah, there's a lot of them. There's a, oh, okay. a lot of channels where the, the, the girls, they'll just like eat a lot of food on screen. Mm. Is it ramen sushi or sushi ramen? Ramen sushi. Uh, sushi ramen, Riku. Mm. Uh, this one's fully translated into English, so if you guys don't understand Japanese, it's still, it's just stupid fun. Uh, sushi ramen, Riku. It's just like, I got addicted to this after watching his, like, he tried to to shoot fireballs like like Mario does. And they tried for 30 minutes to try to get it. So like they like melted metal and all these other things to try to get it. It's just funny. It's just fun, stupid YouTube stuff. <laughs> anyway, let's go to our last story today. This futon blanket with built-in fans will save your life this Japanese summer. We'll put this on the screen. The fan, faneru, a combination of fan and neru, faneru, is the Japanese word for uh, neru means sleep. Mm. It's a super ventilated futon blanket with two built-in fans. The idea behind this is that instead of leaving your air your air conditioning on all night, you can just simply inflate your 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 blanket and it keeps the the air going around and it saves you money. Because, is it comfortable because you know you should put some ice inside of the futon and then you know you can get the fun. That means cool air. But if you don't put some ice, it's very there's, hot. There's no mention of ice, but air I, conditioner in there? Too? So no, it's just fans, and so the you idea. You will die. <laughs> yeah, it's happened. So so. <clears throat> heat shock. It says heat stroke now. It heat says, stroke. Uh, Thanko's Faneru is available now on their online shop for seventy six dollars and twenty nine cents, or ninety eight hundred yen. It may seem a bit expensive than an average blanket, but if you use this instead of leaving your air conditioning on, it might it might pay for itself. I want to try though. The reason why I'm talking about this is because I don't. I'm the same as you, Nasi. I don't think that this is gonna do shit. We have that kind of things a lot, and you know, best yeah, in yeah, their clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, Josh just looked it up. A lot of the, like, what do you call construction them? construction guys. workers mm-hmm. and like utility guys now they mm-hmm. have the inflated jackets to keep them cool because mm. it's too hot. It it causes heat stroke. I guess the jacket mm-hmm. or the 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 faneru. I both. Like if <laughs> if is the weather. I mean the wind is very cool. Yeah. Y- your temper get down, but if it's not, it's still hot. Uh, so I, I'm with you on this. Like mm-hmm. so, this blanket. If, if you guys aren't watching, you're just listening on the podcast on the on the app. It's basically like a giant balloon that you sleep under that has two fans that circulate air within the balloon. And I don't think that that would do shit because if the ambient air, air temperature in your room, which is indoors in summer in Japan, could be up to like 35, 38 degrees. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is that in American, in, in freedom units? What is that in freedom units? Anyway, Josh is looking it up. So if you're if you're like 38 degrees uh, uh, Celsius in your room. Freakingly hot. How much is that? 100 degrees. So 38 degrees in freedom units is 100 degrees freedom units. Um you, you just, it doesn't matter how much the air is circulating around you. It's mm. fucking hot. You're going to die. I want to try, though. Uh, I hope, you know, inside of the futon, there, if there is an air conditioner in it, it works. But There's not, it's just two fans, man. It's like, they're not even that big. Josh, let me ask you a question. You're, you're like me, okay? We, we're not small guys. When you sleep in the summer in Japan, where it's 100% humidity and 38 degrees Celsius, 100 degrees freedom units... 
How do you sleep? How do I sleep? Yeah, like tell me the sleeping arrangement. Is it like in a room with the with the windows open, the aircon off? Like what's what do you do? Uh, air conditioner is on, windows, everything closed, and I sleep with a blanket. Do you do you set a timer on the air conditioner to turn it off? Um, you if it's really hot and it's summer, then no, I don't. I just leave it on all night. Mm, me too. Same. Me too. Same. But I want to. Can I say my opinion on this blanket? I would. Lo- I would love to hear your opinion on this blanket. I think it would actually help. And the reason why is like think about how a a blanket is used normally. Like when it's cold, you put a blanket on, mm. your body heat uh, heats up the blanket, right? Mm. And the warmth of the blanket warms you back up, right? It insulates you. It insulates you. Mm-hmm. But if it's full of air, if it's like blowing air inside, the blanket is going to be like blown off of you. So there's not going to be direct contact with you and the blanket. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to be uh, heating up the blanket. And so you will stay cooler because... There's not direct contact between I'm, you and the blanket. I'm totally with everything you just said, except for one little problem. It depends on the ambient temperature of the room. Now, I'm going to talk about something else here. In Japan, they sell these little cup holders that you put in front of the air vent on your car. So for the air conditioning, so if you put your like, think of it as a Coca-Cola can in the cup holder that's in front of the air conditioning vent on your car. Here's the problem. The air that's coming out of your air vent with your air conditioning on is warmer than the temperature of the drink. Hmm. Even though it's cold air... It's not as cold as a drink. Mm. So as that cool air is going around the can, it's actually warming it because mm. it's a little bit warmer than the, the, the temperature of the, of the drink. So that's a stupid product, okay? That's why you don't see them in... It's an aftermarket product. You don't see it in the original car. If the room is 100 degrees freedom units or 38 degrees uh, Celsius and you're circulating that air around your body... Yeah, in that case, I don't think it makes sense. What I think would be the best thing that you can do yeah. is have your air conditioner set to not like full blast, not but full low. blast, but like a low uh, temperature. So I was I was gonna go there. I was gonna go there. Yeah. If, if your room, if you don't use your air conditioning, you're just using this, and the ambient temperature of the room is higher than your resting body temperature, which mm-hmm. is ninety eight point six degrees freedom units or thirty six point six degrees Celsius, mm-hmm. then that will only heat you up doesn't matter how much airflow you're going through because the ambient temperature in the room is higher than your body temperature. Hmm. But like Josh said, if you leave the air conditioning on just a little bit and you get the, the ambient temperature in the room to be lower than your temperature, then that will be a perfect solution to keep you nice and cool. Hmm. I'm more concerned about like how loud it's going to be with two fans. Oh, that's true too. Oh, Yeah, those hmm. two fans look pretty small too. So they don't look like they're very quiet. Hmm. And the other thing that Maybe you can put like a, a, a cover on it or something, but it's like plastic. Do you want to sleep touching plastic all night? Po- politic. Po- po- polyester. Po- it's not poly. I think it's just plastic. Anyway, it looks terrible to me. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. This, I want to try. Never, I want to try. This would never work in Korea. Uh, Why? Because they believe that fans suck the air out of the room and kill you. Oh, really? This is like a torture device in Korea. A torture device that doesn't actually torture you. It's just make-believe. <laughs> if you guys don't know what we're talking about, Google Korean fan death. I and will. You'll, and you'll see. Mm. I don't know. I psh, Okay, let me tell you how I sleep in summer. I have a taruketto. Taruketto. Is, is like, it English? No. It's almost English. Uh, <laughs> taruketto. Blanket. It's a blanket made out of... It's not even towel material, <laughs> but it, it's like it's just like a light blanket that they call... It's a It's a combination of towel and blanket taruketto but mm. it's not actually a towel it's just like light material 
I put that over me. I put my, I, I, I sleep in a very small room with an air conditioning unit inside of it. I turn it on low, turn it on full blast and sleep under my blanket. And I'm very happy. Hmm. My, my power bill is ridiculous. I like ice makura. How do you say that? Ice pillow. Do you put ice in it? It's a, it's a thing that we get fever. Oh, the, the little cooling gel pack thing. Right. Yeah.、Mm, I like it. But then it heats up and becomes like warm later. That's right. <laughs> anyway, guys, I think that's been today's show. I don't know what else to talk about. We had some other stories, but I consider them too boring and serious. So we're just going to leave it. Bye. Leave it. Bye. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna, I think we're going to end the show there.、Uh, what did we talk about today? So, if you guys have any opinions on the Papa Katsu situation,、um, if you've seen anything in, in your home country or if you're Japanese and you've seen anything like that,、uh, let me know. I think that it's incredibly rare. And I think that the explosion on the internet, it, I hope that those two girls are saved by the police or whatever, but I, I, I don't think it's warranted.、Um, I thought Shang-Chi was a great movie. What else did we talk about today? Everything's more expensive and the world sucks, but Japan is reopening so you can come and visit us. And what else? Pondering hamburger. Donut cheeseburger. Donut cheeseburger. And you can go on a date, on your second date, go on a trip, have, what did you call it? Physical relationship. relationship. Activity. Activity. <laughs> <laughs> Where was that quote from last week that you said, like, All the activities or whatever, so many activities. Oh,、uh, it's so much space for there are some, there's so much space for activities. Was that from Deadpool or something? No, that's from Step Brothers.、Huh? Oh, the, the Colin Farrell, Will Farrell, what's his name? Will Farrell. Yeah, his movie. Yeah. He,、uh, the two middle aged men get bunk beds and then they're like, there's so much space for activities. Anyways, <laughs> horrible movie. The Lego movie, though, loved his character in that. President business. Lego movie is actually really good if you haven't watched it.、Um, all right, Natsuki. I'm going to say goodbye. Goodbye. Do you have anything to say? I mean, it was a pretty, pretty long. How, how long is this show so far? It'll be about an hour and a half. But after this, we have a special video for our patrons. <laughs> That's right, because Natsuki's usually not here for our patron movie,、uh, yeah. videos.、Uh, I haven't talked to anybody besides my babies. So I, my. Words doesn't come out, it's a problem. She kind of looks like a battered woman when she's talking to me right now. She's like,、oh, I haven't s p o k e to anybody. <laughs> the sunlight hurts my eyes when I go outside. <laughs> no, 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 I realize something right now. Even Japanese, you know, I haven't s p o k e to adults these days. I need practice, both Japanese and English. You need to get out of the house more, lady. Right. I'm never having fuck children. Fuck Corona. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't say fuck. F U C K. What's the.、Uh, <laughs> all right, guys, that's been our show today. If you、uh, want to、uh, leave us a comment for anything that we talked about, we talked about a lot of things today.、Uh, questions, comments, whatever. We love comments.、Uh, if you guys want to be a patron and, and support our, our nic-、uh, nicotine, our caffeine habits, <laughs> our caffeine habit,、uh, we would love.、Uh, Uh, we'd love it if you would、uh, do so. And also, we have a Discord server for our、uh, patrons, and we'd like to talk about topics or whatever you guys don't say no. I'm trying to, try, I'm trying to like support the channel here.、Uh, so, like, sorry, I was thinking about all by myself. I didn't listen to you. Sorry. <laughs> if you guys think that Natsuki might need a little bit of time outside of the house, you know, to not be so yeah, crazy, all I the need time. adult conversation. Oh, is that mean not dirty? <laughs> It only, it only became dirty after you said it's not、oh, dirty. Okay, 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 okay. I'm frying. All right, that's. 
Well, that's been our that's been our show today, guys. Uh, again, hit us up on Patreon, whatever, uh, Patreon. and and we'll see you guys next week. Love you guys. Love Bye, you. everybody. Bye. You didn't press the button. See, he always does. It's like <laughs> I'm all, I'm saying goodbye. All he has to do is press the button. So there we go. It's our sponsors. I need the exercise. Patron. Thanks, our patrons. Love you guys. Patrons. Bye. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Before before you stop the show, I got a fuck ton of resumes from my, my request for resumes last week. Uh, I got bombarded with resumes. If you guys sent me your resume, thank you so much. I will get back to you. Seriously, I, just, I got a ton of, way more than I ever thought resumes. Uh, thank you. Thank you, guys. I'll get back to you. Work okay. for your English country. country yeah, for school. my English country. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs> A big thank you to our patrons, Jan Myler, Jen, Justin Perkins, and Ellen. Thank you guys so much for your support. Couldn't do it without you.